Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Akula Duke. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and this week we are covering the film At Close Range, starring Sean Penn, uh, Christopher Walken, uh... <laughs> no, hold on. That's not really a voice he does, Okay, ever. good. I was just gonna say, just, is that your Christopher Walken? Cause... It's just funny to say his vo- his name like, like, like Walken, like Quirky. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken here. I want a I want a cup of coffee. Um, and Chris Penn is in this too. He who is. is Michael Penn's brother, and also some guy named Kiefer Sutherland, I guess. I'm, s- I'm sorry, who's Michael Penn? No, Sean Penn. There's so That's many the names. There's so many names. Um, if you don't know Chris Penn, then you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. If you oh, have yeah, seen Reservoir he, Dogs I... and you don't remember him. That's fine. I was trying to place where I thought where I knew him from. Yeah, he's he's Eddie from Reservoir Dogs. He the, totally is the guy who, if you've you know, I don't know, I've re- I can't remember if you've remarked this in the past when we watched Reservoir Dogs or if somebody else did, but at the uh, he feels like a character who'd be played by Jonah Hill if the movie okay, was made today. Okay, because he looks because um, in this movie in that close range, I kept looking at him and thinking that's not Jonah Hill. No, that's Chris it's not Chris Penn. That's Chris Penn. Yeah, brother of Sean Penn. Who is Sean Penn's brother, both in the movie and in real life? Whoa. It was some tense dynamics. Synergy. In this movie. Uh, yeah. What was this what movie happened? About what, what? Oh, oh, you want me to do it? Uh, I can do you it. Know, I'll no, do it for okay. you know, I'll do it for you. Do you do it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, Sean Penn is a guy, <laughs> and then he rides on another guy's car to be a dick about it. Uh,. Fast forward to him being at home and everything is terrible. Uh, and then his mom's boyfriend beats the crap out of him and leaves yeah. him on, leaves, well, not really. He, he just, just kind of chucks just him kicks out, him out, of the out house. for being a, a no good uh, lazy stoner. Yeah. And so then he's like, I'm going to go live with my dad. His dad is Christopher Walken <laughs> is and is a known, ever? and is a known criminal. He's a big thief. He's a thiefy man. I guess. So the rest of the movie is just kind of him being like, "Hey, Dad, can I come along to the, to the, to the kill, to the kill free?" <laughs> and and then his dad and then Christopher Walken is like, "No, son, you don't have the balls. You got to prove you got the balls to me." He's like, "Okay." And then eventually, uh, you know, he Christopher Walken lets Sean Penn get a get a gang together called the Kitty the Kitty Gang or whatever it was. Yeah, I can't something remember. like that. Huh? Yeah, anyway, it's like just a bunch of like teenagers in this like subset of the full gang. And that's that's where Kiefer Sutherland's character is. He's m- honestly more of an extra than He does speak in this one. So he's he technically does. not he I mean he has a name he's a named character, not an extra. Yeah, he just you know He laughs and he has one line. Yeah, when he he says, "Oh, Something about it being a, a, a messed up idea, their That's idea to go steal like idea. 10 tractors instead of one. Because um, they steal a bunch of tractors because it's rural Pennsylvania, and I guess that's normal. Well, apparently um, this is based on real life. This is based on real life. That is true. But um, in real life, you steal anyway, tractors. Real life, it would never happen like that. <laughs> um, so... They do the, they do some tractor stealing. They have the time of their lives. It's something unpredictable. In, in the, the end, end, it is right. right. 
Christopher Walken says, I'm going to kill all of your friends once he goes to jail. And then he kills everybody except for Kiefer. Well, hold on. Uh, you missed an important part where... Like what? What so did I miss? They're trying... So he's allowed to join the crew. Uh-huh. Uh, but then he gets upset that his dad uh, kills a man. Yes. Yeah, he drowns then, a man in a river. Or at least watches a man drowns in a river. And he then... He gets cold feet. Tries to pull out. He does one last job so he can get the money to skip town with his girlfriend. He gets... They get caught, but everybody else gets bailed out except for Sean Penn. So Sean Penn's in prison like, uh-oh. And then... Um, yeah, then they're the like, guys. hey, uh, do you, we'll, we'll cut you a deal if you turn state's evidence. And he's like, no, because they'll kill yeah. me. And then they do try to kill him. Yeah, and then they kill his buddies, and then they kill his girlfriend, and they try to kill him, but he lives. So then he goes he goes to Christopher Walken's house, and he says, ah, 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 it is me. <laughs> I have the gun now. But then he doesn't end up killing Christopher Walken, and Christopher Walken goes to to court not even mr smith if he goes to jail yeah goes to washington yeah but he's walking at his court it's 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 later than our usual recording time folks yeah it's one of those uh so what do you think of this movie uh i liked it i actually um i don't know i i I like this kind of movie even though Mm -hmm. it's not particularly anything unique um, but I think for me, it's the, it's just the little touches of, of this being an eighties movie of how the final shot is like Sean Penn's <laughs> yeah. is just like zooming into Sean <laughs> Penn's face while Madonna music plays in the background. They do, a, they do after a some... freeze frame zoom after he says, they're like, uh, uh, your, your <laughs> name is, um, uh, blah, 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 uh, Billy and William, uh, it's ba- not Bard, obviously. Uh, uh, be, be, ben, be, Brad, Brad. His name is Brad. Brad. They're Brad like Whitford they call Jr. you Brad. Brad uh, for Junior. They're like, oh, what do they call you? He's like, uh, Brad, little Brad, Brad Junior. And then so the judges just like, so this apply or the the lawyers like this applies the existence of a big Brad. Who would Big Brad be? <laughs> and he's like, that man right there. And he's like, yeah. Well, who is this man? That man is my father. And then he, like, starts crying, and, and then it's... It's, like, not even, like, the... It's not even, like, they already knew that. Like, it would have been, like, yeah, I saw him kill someone. That would have been anything, but then I was just, like, yeah, that's my father. Fair. No, and no, then but it's... Madonna, it's like, and then... No, I'm just, I'm not knocking it. It's great. It's, like, him having to defend the... To really process that this horrific man who is standing in front of him... Oh, he's sitting. ...is, in fact, his father father um yeah and it's true he is sitting but yeah uh but i i totally get any any pacing issues there was a way like the middle part kind of dropped off for me um but once it got once everybody started dying that's when i was on board again that we know when crispin glover gets shot see Okay, I yeah, my I I thought it was fun. It was okay. My issues were definitely with pacing, but especially with those scenes. See, literally, they do they do the same death twice. Yeah, like That's I don't fair. know. It just feels like there's just so much that could be trimmed from this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, the it entire is two hours. 
the entire first like 30 minutes could have been cut in half um yeah good chunk of like the they could have gotten rid of a lot of the tractor stealing scenes Mm-hmm. Uh, which sadly is where Kiefer is most prominent. Um, yes. Honestly, yeah, but... the brother could have been. He didn't need to be there. Oh, like the wait, which brother? Like Chris Penn. Oh, really? No, I mean, Chris Penn was because like he dies and like there's no big emotional anything to that. I thought there was when he I says kind of when he's like, "Dad, no." Well, no. And, th- I mean, with the other characters. He... Oh, with, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I will admit they don't do that. It's just because there's a lot. They put in a lot of characters in this movie. <laughs> exactly. There's too many characters for me to mm-hmm. care about. It's easy to lose track of who's who. That's fair. There's so many names. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. Uh, I think one thing that could have been cut for me was the weird, like, tiny bits about um, Christopher Walken's brother. Like the one brother, yeah, uh, not yeah, Dickie. yeah. Was his name Patches? So Patches is sitting there. They're like Sean Penn, Patch, and then this woman Mary Sue are all sitting around watching TV. And Patch is like, "We gotta start stealing stuff together, Sean Penn." Like that was nothing. That went nowhere. Yeah. Although he does say, you know, let's go s- sniff some ideas. Let's go. Yeah, let's just sniff some ideas out. That's my middle name. <laughs> ideas. I have a few ideas. Just gonna the ideas are snort in some ideas in the in the back here, Mary Sue. Just give us a hot second. Speaking of hot, Christopher Walken is incredible. Oh, in I was gonna movie. say this is peak. Yeah, this is like I mean, aside from like the you know the over exaggerated. I'm not gonna do a Christopher Walken impression. You're not gonna get me to do that. No, grow up. Uh, no. But, you know, apart from, like, the Saturday Night Live Christopher Walken, this is yeah the mustache, the the sideburns, mm-hmm. yeah. the voice, the uh, mannerisms. Have you ever seen King of New York? Huh? No. That Sorry, that, uh, that movie is very similar to this one, in my opinion. They're both Christopher Walken movies. They're both movies from the late 80s, you know, like, early 90s kind of mm-hmm. region. Uh yeah, both over long. Both have some peak walking, but both also just have these kind of piecemeal narratives that don't really add up to anything. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was okay with that in, in this movie because, I don't know, it, it, it was a little, a little different to watch a, mm-hmm. a movie about, like, the, these moments of these. It's much more about the individual, like bits you know like them hanging out in the river together or yeah um you know like making out in random places and um yeah what do you think of sean penn in this movie because i i did not i i don't know it was just one of those like i'm whispering and i'm kind of like angry the whole movie i think he was really good in the end scene and, like, mm. kind of okay in the beginning scene. But the rest of it was, like, really just, like, not. That's fair. I thought he was good. Um, he's also, like, semi-attractive in this film, which really yeah. caught me off guard. Not, like, super, but just, like, honestly, it was just at the start where he's wearing that really tight shirt. And you're like, mm. nah, my I, I only had eyes for Chris. 
<laughs> you know, Rockin'. I can't blame you. I can't. Chris, I mean, it, blame you. his character works really well because you know he's it. He's he does he plays the you know the like yeah. hey hey you know I'm not that bad of a guy. I don't know what you heard about me. To yeah, like the, he literally it, it gets heavy here. He literally rapes uh, Sean Penn's girlfriend. Yeah. And you know Oof. the the descent of like the character from like, just like oh he's kind of sketchy but he seems all right to like oh he's just a sociopath. Yeah, it works. Kind of like, kind of like a reverse Max Dugan. <laughs> he's like, an old I, man who shows I, up out <laughs> of the blue, <laughs> and he's kind of sketchy. And you're like, where did he get this money from? But his time is yeah. like, oh he's a wholesome old man. Not the case with Christopher Walken. Not really the case he's with not Christopher Walken. He's not Max Dugan. He really, we don't need a little Christopher Walken in our life. No, everybody does need Max Dugan, though. Please. We really do. Please Go watch Max Dugan. I mean, yeah, if you want to. Um, what was... Yeah, I don't really know. There was some that was, mucus going places That there. was wild. Well, you the know, ambush you scene. Also not my favorite. Like Which when they're in the car and they oh, get really? shot at. I love that. I mean it was cheesy, but I don't know. After I was just tired of this movie at that point, so That's I didn't fair. care that it was cheesy. I I mean it wasn't that. I don't know. I liked it like genuinely, honestly, like the I don't know, it did catch me off guard even though you know, I, I kinda knew it was gonna happen. Because, like, his, his girlfriend says, she's like, you know, they're getting in the car, they're getting ready to leave, and she says, oh, shit, I forgot to feed the dog, and then immediately they just get, yeah, I, I do get think it's a dog. bit indulgent in just watching them get shot for, like, however yeah. long. Uh, but like, I did, like, I did, like, afterwards, just, like, even kind of how ridiculous it was when, like, just the slow motion, him washing the blood off of himself. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. This movie looks good, at least. Yeah, it's it's well shot. It, it I think that's it, the it, strongest. It had some money in it. Yeah. Okay, but you know what else this director has directed? Oh, I am well aware what else he has directed. Oh, good. Um, oh, uh, none good. other than um, Fifty Shades Darker. Mm-hmm. And. And. Fifty Shades. Freed. Freed. Or Freed, even. Yeah, I can even. Anyway, but not the original, not the original for some only reason. Only the sequels. They were like, "Oh, the original director's vision for the trilogy is not working out. We need to get the mastermind behind at close range to come." This man is both the Rian Johnson and the J.J. Abrams part two of, of yeah. Fifty Shades Grey of the Fifty Shades trilogy. Yeah, what a legend! Thank you, James Foley. Thank you. What a Foley of man. Let's talk about Kiefer. Oh, he looks good in this movie, and that's all I yeah, have to say. Yeah, he's got good 80s Kiefer. He, he has a very mirthful laugh. Uh, it was good. It, I was like, when he laughed, I was like, oh, that's Kiefer. That's him. That's, 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 that's the one. That's our boy. That's my, that's my man. He's laughing. This is, this is, I think this is either right before or right after Brotherhood of Justice, mm. um, but he's not playing a nerd, which is nice to see. Yes. You know, he's definitely yeah. a cool guy, you know. It's tough. Yeah. Tougher than the rest of them. He's a part of the the poor kids who run around and steal things crew. Um, yeah. Crispin Glover was really weird in this, but I think that's yeah. just his whole career at this point. Yeah. I was, like, trying I'm like, 
what are they what's going where on are they, here? what's yeah like his what first we, scene yeah i was very confused as to who like, they were supposed to be yeah i was like is, is this going we, uh yikes way are we reading the are you reading are you practicing for a play are we like who yeah why are Oomst. you and then knowing the context of who the character is Mm-hmm. Still weird that that he was there. Yeah. yeah. I don't. It, yeah, it was just kind of. Yeah. Okay. Scenes, specific scenes I want to talk about. The scene where uh, while Christopher Walken and Sean Penn are driving around, and he's like, you know, everyone else they just see tractors. I see. Mm-hmm. I see money. I see, I money. see <laughs> my my name on my possessions, for me to take. Uh, that was pretty the, good. Whole delivery for. For Bradford White Tooth or what, Whitewood? Was that it? Anyway. Uh, white, white beard, black beard, uh, heavy yeah. wool. Yeah, there were, oh, yeah, there were some. I do love that opening scene where Sean Penn just gets on the dude's car. Um, pretty good. And the opening titles, like the, you know, that, that 80s, that beautiful 80s music coming on. In, as he's driving in slow motion and he sees a girl he's into. Yeah. Uh, there's that scene where they're like, where he first shows up to his dad's house and there's just like the rogues gallery in the living room. That was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got, you got Dickie and Patches and Boyd and Larry oh, Pine. Boy. Who, who, he's epileptic, you see. <laughs> also, the bit when, when Christopher Walken is kissing Mary Sue's toes. Yeah. Ooh. Powerful. Um, Powerful energy. I know I always I always go on about ADR, and I will continue to go on about ADR. Yeah. The car lot scene, like, I get it. You couldn't use any of the audio. Mm-hmm. Put some effort in. You had yeah. $6 million in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You can do better than that. Agreed. Yeah. Also, it's just, it's funny how they, like, the car lot, he resells the car to his right next door to the first one. There's a part where Christopher Walken, uh, in an attempt to launder some money, he buys a used car for $5,000 in cash and then drives across the street (laughs) to sell the vehicle to the next door used car lot that are apparently right across the road from each other. It was good. He didn't like the radio, Jaden. I don't know what you're talking he about. He didn't he didn't like the radio, yeah. Is it a keeper? I'm gonna say yeah, but no judgment if you don't think I'm gonna right. say yes, but like just like oh it's just it's just getting over there. There was a Christopher Watkins performance definitely what what made it watchable but I think if it weren't for wasn't for him, yeah. this would just be a very boring and forgettable '80s film. Mm-hmm. So now we're moving on to taglines because, as noted before, trivia is stupid, and I hate it. And it's that's, ugly. My, that's this that's this podcast's tagline. Yes. Uh, yesterday, Brad was nobody. Today, he's front page news. A father too dangerous to be close with. A son too dazzled to break away. Nice. They were two live wires in a dead end town, both searching for the only family they'd ever known. What the fuck? Each fuck? other. 
They were two very greasy, gross candies. He'd found a father to idolize and a girl to love. Now all he needs... (laughs) Now all he needs to find is himself. Shut Shut your entire mouth. And then, yeah, like father, like son, like hell. That's That's pretty good. The find your... Yeah, this is this has been taglines. We're moving on to reviews before I get angrier. Got to scroll up here. Yeah, give me a sec. Uh, mm-hmm. My back, my back hurts. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My oh, lower my back. back. My, my neck, my back. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in pain. Where okay, we got one from uh, Mel. Five ooh. stars. At close range. Sick movie. The father should be on death row, but it is a good movie. If you have a strong stomach for some parts, then it is a must-own movie. Wow. Um, this one comes to us from Candace Fleming. <laughs> one star. The review's title is also one star. I can't watch it in Canada, angry face. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Okay, can I... Okay, this one comes to us from Daniel. Uh, five stars. This movie is amazing. <laughs> I like everything about this movie. Like, for instance, you got Sean Penn and Chris Penn, brothers playing the character of brothers. That is amazing. It's a real shame that Chris Penn died in real life. This movie is something that Chris Penn <laughs> could put on and remember working with his brother. Remember the good what? times while his brother was still alive. And also, what? and I'm I'm taking a breath. There has still not been any punctuation. And also, you got Christopher Walken, another amazing actor. This movie brings back childhood memories, and it's a great movie. My favorite, in fact, the real story behind this movie is pretty tragic as well. Thanks for your time. You're well, you know, I didn't put in any. So time Chris Penn died, no so that so Chris Penn can put on <laughs> on this movie and remember working with his brother Sean well, Penn. Chris Penn died in like 2004, <laughs> like 2006 or something. Anyway. Chris Penn died in real life. This movie is something that Chris Penn can put on and remember working with his brother. Yeah, yeah when he's in heaven, okay? While his brother was still alive. All right. Um, Daryl, five stars. <laughs> Love this movie. Wow. What a powerhouse cast and story based on truth. What more do, do you need? What can I say? Love this movie. Moves at just the right I will disagree with you on that. <laughs> this one comes from Carrie, another five stars. This is doing really good. This is like I think our, uh, the highest reviewed I've ever seen in an Amazon movie. Really? I just a lot of five stars. Uh, oh, Sean, the, five stars. Sean, uh, sexy Sean. Sean Penn is my favorite actor because he uses his character to take the viewer on a journey. That is amazing to me. At close range, took my breath away. Favorite scene is the kitchen gun scene. I didn't breathe during the whole part. Chris Walken plays his evil dad so well that you love to hate him. As for Sean Penn, I just love to love him. Wow. Uh, uh, be Caldwell. Five stars. Walken's finest hour. It still bothers me that this film was so overlooked when it came to nominations. The overall beauty of the composition, the way the director played the characters in light and shadow, reminded me of Renaissance Renaissance paintings. 
While Christopher Walken had tantalized viewers in many roles from small-time innocent in Vietnam to his latter-day incarnations of masters of, as masters of pure evil, here he gave an incredibly nuanced portrait of a monster, a real, sometimes likable monster and father. To this reviewer, one of the best acting performances ever committed to film. One person found this helpful. Well, we got one from uh, Melissa uh, Mangini. Five stars. Old movie, but good. Great movie. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie. Oh. I saw M-I-V-I-E. Yeah. This one comes to us from Doom. Five stars. Five stars. Amazing drama film. Penn and Walker are superb. I didn't. I love know that, that magic duo. I didn't know that that you know that a video game could just have sentience and leave an Amazon review. Thank you, Doom. Yeah. I'm glad we both went for really stupid jokes. Yeah. I would expect nothing less. Nothing less. And nothing more, honestly. Okay, wait. Here's another. This one I'm reading just for the title. It's because this is from Shelley. Uh, four stars. Very good, huge Sean Penn fan. I would recommend this film. I found it very good throughout. Great family drama. Sean Penn is wonderful in it. I just wanted it for the title for yeah. very good, very good, huge Sean Penn fan. <laughs> Every word of that just, you know, takes you on the journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does that reviews? I think that's reviews for today. Before we move on to other important things, there's another scene I want to mention in this movie that just popped into my it. mind. During the mega tractor heist, when <laughs> the one kid has to break into the store and steal the cardboard standee of a woman. Yeah. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was ridiculous, but also, like, I don't know, it served the point of the of the film very well. Just like this kid who is so enchanted with disempowerment he has received in this gang just being like I want to cut out I want a cardboard cut out of a woman you gotta have her I don't care if it dooms us all I just she's pretty hot and then he like smashes a window to get her too it's not like yeah he had to like (laughs) break in through a whole glass pane anyways um that's uh that's all I really had to say well, we're going. So we got. So welcome to the news. Welcome to the key for news desk. Uh, hot off the presses, September thirteenth, two thousand twenty. An article from the Penticton Herald, written by Phil Collins. Wait, <laughs> Phil Collins, for <laughs> context, is a pastor at Willow Park Church, Cologne. I could feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, so I'm just going to read a few paragraphs from this. I'm sorry, Phil. I'm taking your stuff. I'm just reading your stuff. But it is it is wild. Okay, so we've all heard of Kiefer Sutherland, the star of Designated Survivor and the counter-terrorist hero, Jack Bauer, who fights his way through each episode of 24, saving the world. In 2007, his name was splashed across the tabloid papers. The brilliant actor had been arrested on a misdemeanor drunk driving charge. He pleaded no contest and served 48, day, served 48 days in jail during the Hollywood writer strike to everyone's shock. 
This is a, there's a fascinating interview on YouTube as he explains why he chose to take this sentence. Acknowledging his guilt and explaining how foolish he was and what he expected by being in prison. His good intentions flowed freely. He even communicated optimism about what he would achieve while incarcerated. He would work out, become super buff, and walk out of the experience looking great. That's what people do in prison, right? The show's host asked enthusiastically, What happened? Nothing, he explained. I failed. He certainly did not come out ripped, and he could barely do push-ups in his cell between the beds and toilet. So, it goes on. But, like... goes on, and then he starts talking about Moses being in the wilderness um, yeah. for 40 years. And it's like, difficult times will shape our character if we let them. I heard humility in Kiefer Sutherland's voice. Perhaps his 48 days in prison created something far more profound than a ripped body. I am encouraged by this verse from Romans chapter 5, verse 4. Yeah, wow. Uh, I just, I just, you know, I love the idea of this pastor being named, like, we all know of a man named Kiefer Sutherland. Because there's two kinds of sermons, right? There's mm-hmm. the obvious, the the anecdote that's clearly made up and never actually happened, you know, the classic John Mulaney bit of a a mother and her small child were at the mall. What's her, you know, that, or some like very obscure old news story about a minor celebrity, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this wow. is a stretch, bud. So that's our our ripping on a uh, clone of pastor. <laughs> Yeah, that's part what one. Can you get? I mean, his name is Phil Collins. I'm sorry. It is like I saw that. And I'm like, well, now I have to. Now, oh, he should have just wait, not been Zach, called. Zach, <laughs> how could up? he be a pastor if he's not a part of Genesis anymore? <laughs> you know what? That's a fair question. I didn't think of it that way. Mm. So, oh wait, no, Phil Collins is still a part of Genesis. I lied. That's he's a great he's, pastor. He's the best pastor. He's the so, best pastor. This is from, we got another piece of news. This is from sevennews.com.au. Wow. Seven so, mm-hmm. uh, Jade, you're going to have to translate. You gonna know have to. Going to have to read this one. So, Kiefer Sutherland talks to Fugitive 24 and why he's enjoying his time as a grandfather. Oh, that's he's cute. He's a granddad. Um, so, in another, oh my god, in another interview some genius was like oh did you enjoy 24 and he says the same thing he always says because you know he gets it asked every single interview he enjoyed the he enjoyed the decade of his life yeah oh my god ask him a different question i know i know we need we need to get into media just so we can interview Kiefer sutherland and be like so, you know, how was your time working on Dead Heat? Yes. Were you really a fan of that horse? Was it a movie about a horse? <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to ask the hard-hitting questions like, what the hell were you doing in the 90s? Why? Yeah. Why? Also Dark yeah. City. Also Dark City. When's the sequel dropping? What? <laughs> um... So, yeah. but then there's a nice, there's a little bit of, uh, it's a little bit of a oh. lot of fun stuff. Life as a granddad away from the screen. Sutherland is now a grandfather and a pretty, and a pretty cheeky one at that. <laughs> the wonderful thing about grandchildren is you give them back, Kiefer Sutherland said. Uh, so when they come to visit me, I've got my $5 and my $10 and I've got some chocolate and cocoa. Come on, Kiefer. You're a, you're a Hollywood <laughs> actor. That's a bit stingy. 
Uh, I guess he's not spoiling them. Some chocolate and Coca-Colas and everything they're not supposed to have. I spend about two hours getting them completely wired. I give them cash so they'll come back. Come back. And then I come <laughs> back to their mother and say good luck. Absolute <laughs> legend. Absolute mad lad. Uh, we love we love to see it. This is from his Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this uh, Instagram It's a photo. good picture. Uh, my grandson Quinn is celebrating his birthday today. Little does he know the, p- the pizza behind him is going to eat him. This is from 2018, by the way. This, this is picture. a very old picture. Very old picture. It's from literally centuries ago. Now I'm looking at him serving the uh, the video from Thanksgiving last year. Hmm. Oh, he's looking good in that. Okay. Dang. Now we're just going getting lost in the Instagram. Now we're just eyes. Kiefer's Insta. Now we're just stalking him. So next week you have two options: uh, Young Guns oh, or Sentinel. Oh, Young I Guns go for two. Sentinel. Yes, I'm aware. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's Sentinel time. Cause who's in that again? Who's the main I guy who's know. on the cover? I just saw it on our list. It's one of the Michaels. I it's got to be. Vsauce, um, Michael. Sentinel movie. 2006. Uh, oh, this is Michael Douglas. Ooh. Yes. Oh, and this... Eva Longoria and Kim Bassinger and Clark yeah. Johnson. I don't know who Clark Johnson actually is, but that's fine. And it's got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm, that's a good sign. I'm excited. This I'm mostly excited be... for Michael Douglas. Bit of programming notes. Uh, for So you may have noticed this episode came out on Monday. That is because I want to have another day to edit, so shut up. Um, so yeah, we're, it comes out on Monday now. Garfield, deal with it. I don't know. Yeah. Good good memes all around. Uh, but thank you to Kaya for spectacular podcast art. You can find links to her other work in the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can also find links to Kevin McLeod, who created our this is the song that we use as our theme music, sax, rock, and roll. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HKPod. You can follow you can us on Instagram us. at HK Podcast. Can... Yeah, tweet us, meet us, uh, don't eat us. Uh, you can, yeah. Uh, send us a it. message on Anchor, actually. Yeah, that would be fun. And you can also uh, give us a review on iTunes. Come on, you'd be the um, first person uh, to send us a message on Anchor. Yeah. Somebody's got to gotta do it. I'm your host, Jason Cron. I've been your host, Zachary Leduc, and this has been He's He's a a Keeper. Thank you, Kevin McLeod. What a good song.